Daf Samach continuing from the Mishnah, Rabbi Tarfin Oimer. Based on everything we said, Tonah says, Rabbi Tarfin, Yecholin Mamzerim Litor. Normally we have a problem. Someone's a Mamzer, so their children are going to be Mamzerim. We said, if either the mother or the father is a Mamzer, we said, Lechera, the child's always going to be a Mamzer. So once you have a Mamzer in the family, Lechera, that's the end of their Yichas forever, Lenetzach. Says Rabbi Tarfin, no. There's a way to retire a Mamzer that the children will not be Mamzerim, Kate said. Mamzer shenosa shivcho. So if you have a mamzer that marries a shivcho, then Avlad is going to beno. Rashi shen to beno. The Bach shen to beno is eved. The child will not be a mamzer. The child will go after the mother. We said by shivcho kenanis vlad the komoiso, and therefore the child will be a. Eved Kenani or Shivcha Kenanis, and therefore not a Mamzer. And then Shikru, if they free the Eved, if the owner then frees that child, Nimza Ben Benchar. And that's a way that the child could end up be a child of a Mamzer, will not be a Mamzer. No. Eved Mamzer. Blessed said, no. This person is actually going to be, this child is going to be both. It's Vlada Kemoisa, but we also have the halacha of Mamzer. We'll see how he knows it in the Gemara. And therefore, this child will both be an Evid and a Mamzer. However you look at that, Lamdus was half Evid, half Mamzer, or both, whatever, however the Lamdus is, but says Rabbi Lezer, it's not going to be Matar the child. Says the Gemara, let's go through step by step. You buy them. When if Tarfin said that a mamzer should marry a shifcha, does that mean a mamzer is allowed to marry a shifcha? And when it says, normally you're not allowed to marry a shifcha, it says, Lo kodesh Yisrael, and a shifcha is considered a zoyna, so you're not allowed to marry her, but that's only by a kosher. But maybe a mamzer is allowed to, or, and therefore it's a chatechila, or diavid kamer. Really, a mamzer is a Yisrael. And therefore, the Isra of Lo'i Kadesh applies to a mamzer, and he's not allowed to marry a shivcha. Rabbi just saying, if he does, then this is this could be the result. So, is it a chatechila or b'diavid? Tashma. Amr the Tarfin, they said to Ritarfin, Tihartes as a chorim, Veloit Tihartes on the cavers. Your solution works for a mamzer, it does not work for a mamzeris. What's the issue? So the chorim, the Gemara assumes that the issue is that really a mamzer is not allowed to marry a shifcha or an evet. But what they could do is they can leave their city, go to another city where no one knows that they're a mamzer, claim to be an Eved, and in that city where you claim to be an Eved, cannot, even Eved, but for sure you can make a claim to be an Eved, and then marry a Shifcha. So that works for a mamzer, a Zohar. He can go to another city and hide out and no one know who he is, and he can go ahead and marry a Shifcha. But a mamzer, as Rashi says, the Gemara is saying, doesn't normally go from city to city. Women don't travel on their own. I guess it was dangerous, etc. And therefore, the woman has nowhere to go to change her, uh, to, for people not to know who she is. And therefore, she's going to be stuck. That was their taina on Eftarif. Now, based on that taina, says the Gemara, we can understand what Eftarif and Shita was. If Lechatechila, a mamzer is allowed to marry a shifcha, and a mamzer is allowed to marry an evid, mamzer is not me, so then what's the, what was their title? Let a mamzeris just marry an Evid Kanani. And that will solve the problem for the Nekevis as well. So I'm like, no, that you misunderstood. It could be really meant Lechadchila, but Evid and Lechayis. A mamzeris who marries an Evid, that does not make the child an Evid. That which we said yesterday, that the Yichus is after the Shifcha, it's Dafka by a Shifcha. It's Dafka by a Shifcha. An Evid has no Chayis whatsoever, has no relationship to the child, and therefore if the mother's a mamzeris and the father's an evid, the child will still be a, mam- a mamzer. 
And that will not solve the problem. The problem can only be solved, says Rav Tarfin, if the father is a mamzer and the mother's a shifcha, then the child will be a shifcha. So this only works one way. But we're, not back, we're still back to our questions. So Rav Tarfin lechatchila or b'dievet or only lechatchila or only b'dievet. Tashma. He had a neighbor who was a mamzer. If you would have asked me before you went ahead and got married or before uh, earlier in your life, then I could have made your children tar. How? If I would have told you that I would to go ahead and marry Shafi Kanana, so fine. That makes sense. So he told him I would have given you the Seitzah. My new, the my new. So if it's only b'diavid, and really a mamzer is not allowed to marry a shivcha, but only if he does, it works out. Rabbi Sinai cannot give the guy an eitzah to go ahead and do an avera. So that's mashmal lechatchila. Someone no. Could be the massive leitzah ramle zil gotten of his daven bevedivri. It could be he tell them to go steal, and if you steal and you owe the money. Then you can get sold by Bezdin as an Evid Ivri. And once you're an Evid Ivri, an Evid Ivri is allowed to marry a Shifcha. So maybe a Mamzer really is not allowed to marry a Shifcha or a Chatchila. But an Evid Ivri is. So steal by Bezdin. This Shita Rashi says holds that you can only be marry a Shifcha if you were sold by Bezdin. So go ahead and steal and go marry Bezdin. Rashi asked the obvious Kasha. You can tell someone to go steal. Like, why is that any better in terms of doing an aver? So some of our say, say, you steal in a way that the person knows you don't really want to steal, etc. Rashi says, no, the Gemara could have asked that kasha. The Gemara could have just said the other answer, that you could sell yourself of his inevitivity. It's machlaikis, whether when you sell yourself of his inevitivity, if you're allowed to marry a shifcha. But on that side that you could, that would also be pshat. Says the more, but it still doesn't make any sense. There was no din of every anymore at that time. Every is part of din yovel. Just like in yovel, every go free if he's near etc. If there's no din yovel, because we're not Reuben in Eretz Yisrael, then there is no din of every. And then Tzman of Rabbi there was no every. So therefore, what did Rabbi Simlai mean when he said it can be matar the mamzer and I would have told you how to do it? Can't be making every every. There is no din every every. Must be we see a clear right if Rabbi Simlai was going to use Rav Tarfin's way out of this. It must be even lechatchila that Rav Tarfin holds and mamzeres can marry a. <coughs> I'm sorry, a mamzer can marry a shifcha. A mamzer can go ahead and marry a mamzer. can marry an evid also, but that doesn't help. But a mamzer can marry a shifcha, even a chatchila. A mamzer is not, cons- not considered b'kahal. And if he's allowed to go ahead and marry a shifcha, and therefore a chatchila works. And we do a shmuel, look at We talk of pasmech of tarfin, that a mamzer can marry a shifcha kananis, and that solves the problem. What about Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi Eliezer argues. Rabbi Eliezer, remember, raised the Evan Mamzer. Amar Belazer, my time at Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer explained Pshat and Belazer. Amar Kral, the Pesach says by a Mamzer, Lo Yavai Mamzer B'Kal Hashem, Gam Dar Asiri Lo Yavai Loi B'Kal Hashem. What does it mean, Lo Yavai Loi? Loi means, Halachachar P'suloi, that even if only one side of the family is a Mamzer, even if it's married to an Evan on the other side, the child's still a Mamzer. He said, no, by an Evid, in our case, a Shifcha, actually, the child goes after the mother and just a Shifcha, not a Mamzer. Not a Mamzer. The Pasuk is talking about, if, let's say, if a regular couple, regularly so, but one is a Mamzer, but not the other one. So, I mean, in the Mishpachosom, the base of a if it's only if both of them are Mamzer, then the child's a Mamzer. Also, Loi Afke. So, Loi says that no. Loi says that even if one of them is a Mamzer, 
then the child's a mamzer. But if one of them is a shifcha or an evid, we said, or shifcha at least, then not. Both parents. That we said the child is like the shifcha, and the shifcha is not a mamzer, the child's not either. The same word loy changes that and says that no, the child would be a mamzer. This is really as a shit of said No, we said that a shifcha is like a. A behema, and just like a child of a behema has no halachas on it, so it's not mitziaches after the father at all. Also, the vlad of a shifcha has no yichus after the father at all, and therefore it's impossible for the pasuk of loy to be talking about that case. In that case, it's for sure mitziaches after her, and the child is going to be an eved or shifcha and not a mamzer. So that's machlekes with Lezer and the rabbanon. Hadar alacha omer new parak last parak fourth parak in Masechtas Kedusha. Asar Yuxin Olami Bavel. We know that at the time when they started coming up from Bavel back to Yisrael with Ezra and Nehemiah, those whole stories. So originally a small, very small group of people came up and they started building a Mizbeach, the Gemara explains, and they just put up a little bit of walls around it. But there was no walls around Yerushalayim and nothing, nothing was actually safe. Later on, Ezra and Nehemiah decide to come up from Bavel to Yisrael and they bring with them many, many people, not many, about 40,000 people, which is not that, not that big percentage, it was a very relatively small percentage. Says the Gemara, and we'll see in the Gemara why this is, but says the Mishnah, there were 10 different types of Jews, in terms of Yichus, that came up with Ezra to Bavel, from Bavel to Yisrael. Okay, regular, regular Jews, all three different of the Shvatim. Chalalim, which are Kahanim Psulim, we'll see in the Gwanam base doesn't mean Vade Chalalim, but Safik Chalalim. Gerim. Chararim is Eved Meshuchar, which really has the same din as a Ger, obviously. Mamzerim. Nisinim. Now, Nisinim are people who are Mityaches uh, back to the Gevainim, who tricked Yeshua. So, Yeshua was, apparently was Geyser on them that they're not marrying to Kalei Yisrael, obviously. Um, it's a whole debate whether because they're part of the Shiva Ammim, if they would have been Asr anyways, yes or no. It's a whole debate in the Rishayim, but let's assume that the second generation of those Gerim, even if the Gerim of the Shiva Ammim are also to marry into Yisrael, but the second generation would have been Mutter, but Yeshua was Geyser that that generation cannot marry into Kalei Yisrael, and David HaMelech himself was Geyser for Dere Deris, that those people from Gevainim and Allah to marry into Kalei Yisrael. So these people, the second group of people that we're going to go through now, are all Psulei Kahal, and we'll see what the significance of that is in the Gemara. Nesinim, Shtuki Vasufi, which are suffix of what exactly their halachic status is. We'll see in a second what that is. Now, when we have all these ten groups of people, says the mission, we can break them up into groups. Someone's a Yisrael, no sveikas in their yichus, but they might be a Koyan or a Levi or Yisrael, they can all intermarry, no problem. Levi Yisraeli Chalali Geri Cheruri Mutar Never Zebazet. Levi and Yisraelim are also allowed to marry a Kain who's Pasul or a Ger or never Meshuchar. Kahanim cannot marry those. Kahanim can't marry a Chol, of course, and the Kain can't marry a Ger or an Ever Meshuchar. Shifcha Shifcha was Meshucharis because they are considered a Zaina and they're also to a Kain. Geri Cheruri Mamzeri Unasini Shtuki Vasifi Kol Mutar Zebazet. The last group, if you have a Ger. Who we're going to assume ger loy ikri gahal? We'll talk in the Gemara or ever meshuchar or mamzer and sin and shtuki basufi. All these are allowed into marry one to the other. Kulanu mutar lava izabazeh gahal gerim loy ikri gahal, and therefore all these people are now allowed to are allowed to marry one to the other. But levim Yisraelim and Kohanim not. 
What are these shtuki and asufi? Ve'elohim shtuki. Kol shu makar simir meni makar sabav. He knows who his mother is. He's just not sure who his father is. We'll see what that means in the Gemara. Asufi. Kol shu nesaf menashuk. That they find the baby in the street. Ve'enu makar loya sabalav esimah. They don't know who any of the parents are. We'll see what the significance of that is in the Gemara. Abashalari kar le shtuki biduki. He called them biduki. We'll see what that means. Says the Gemara. Asar yuchsan al mibal. First of all, my iri detanu alu mibavel nisnu holchu leretzso. Why is the solution of alu instead of holchu? They traveled from bavel leretzso. What is after the idea of alu that they went up? Says the milsev agavorcha k'mashmon. The mission is teaching you a point. Kedisanya. You should go up to be oil regal on the shalosh regal in Malamid. The Mikdash is the highest point in Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael itself is the highest, and the Beis Hamikdash is the highest in Eretz Yisrael. So then wait a second. We understand the Beis Hamikdash is the highest point in Eretz Yisrael. Hello, Eretz Yisrael. Where do we see? Eretz Yisrael is the highest point in Eretz Yisrael. Um, I made a mistake. The Vakamta Valisa Lamakam is not by Eli the Regal. Vakamta Valisa Lamakam is talking about when you go to the Sanhedrin, which is in Eretz, which is in the, the Lishka Sagozis in uh, in the base of Mikdash. Not this pasuk. Divrei Rivesh B'Sarech Vakamta Valisa. The same pasuk. Eretz Yisrael Gvama Eretz Minalon. The pasuk says in Yirmiyah Lachin Ine Yama Menu Mashem Lo Yomer Oid. He brought us up from Mitzrayim and he brought us up from Bavel. And it's not up like in north or south, because Mitzrayim is to the south and Bavel is to the north. Up must be that he physically up that Eretz Yisrael is higher than all these lands. Oh, so you see Eretz Yisrael is higher than all the lands. Basically, it's the highest point in Eretz Yisrael. And that's why it said Alu. Somehow it's still. Why are you focusing on where they came from? Focus on where they were going to. This is a proof that our Mishnah holds like Shittas Allah. The Nakuda here of these ten different pe- types of people that Ezra brought up wasn't that he brought them to Eretz Yisrael. The point was they took them out of Bavel. As Rashi explains, Ezra saw that many of the Tamid Chachamim, not all, but many, were leaving Bavel and coming with them to Eretz Yisrael. He was afraid there wouldn't be people left in Bavel to Paskin Alochas and be able to decide which families are kosher, which families are Puzzle. Therefore, he said, I can solve the problem. I'm going to take everybody Puzzle and get them out of Bavel. And therefore, actually, the opposite of what's going to happen. In Eretz Yisrael, there'll be lots of Psulim, but there we have a Sanhedrin, we can figure it out. In Bavel, everybody will be cautious, so there will be no issues. So then, according to the mission is Alu, yes, they went up, but Alu mi Bavel. He took them out of Bavel, because the focus was not to get them to Eretz Yisrael, per se. The focus was to get them out of Bavel. Itmar, though, it's not so simple. Abayamar Alu Me'alein, that these, all these Psulim came up by themselves, they left Bavel. To get a new start in Eretz Yisrael, tonight. No, Ezra forced them to go up. What's the machlekes? They're arguing on this exact point. So Ezra took them out of Bavel on purpose. So Abaya lesser Belazer. Abaya says they came up on their own. Lachar argues with Belazer. Says there's nothing to do with leaving Bavel. They left on their own, not forced by Ezra necessarily. And Rava, Rava is there, the Belazer. Rava says, no, that's exactly the Pshat, like Belazer said, that Ezra forced them to leave. So, but then you'd be stuck. How does the Bible learn the Mishnah? So you say, Everybody else like Belazer, that Ezra took them out, and Ezra wanted to clean out Bavel. 
The question is, how did he do it? Ezra pointed out and put up signs in everybody's houses in Babel. Who's the Psulim? Once they were puzzled, so then they said, okay, let's get out of here. Let's go to Eretz We can just blend in. And Eretz people won't know who we are. But Ezra's point was, get out of Babel. Where you go, I don't care. But get out of Babel. And they went themselves to Eretz The Marsava Skinner. No. Not only did Ezra separate them, but Ezra forced them to leave Babel and come to Eretz Now, wait a second. Bishman, they were Alu. If you're going to say it's Alu, meaning that they came up on their own, Hanan Mabuda, Mershmuel, Kalarat says, Isa Lerit Israel. All lands are considered like a chalant, a mix up in terms of Yichus compared to what's going on in Eretz Israel. And so we have a Sanhedrin, but Eretz Israel, Isa Babel. But Yachasit to Babel, Eretz Israel is a mess. Babel is the cleanest place. In Eretz Israel, it's a mess. Why is it a mess? Because Ezra didn't follow where they went in Eretz Israel. Ezra just said, you were all puzzled, and then they left Babel on their own and came to Eretz Yisrael. So once they got to Eretz Yisrael, they got all mixed up, and therefore Eretz Yisrael is not so clean in terms of Yichus. And that Ezra took them up and forced them to come to Eretz Yisrael. So then he was watching them. So he knew who they were, and therefore why is it a problem of Yichus in Eretz Yisrael? There are puzzled people, but we know who they are. That generation he knew. Once already they got married and had children, grandchildren, then we, it was impossible to keep track. And therefore, it's still not a very good Yichus place compared to Bavel. Bishman, they were all that they went up on their own. It says, Ezra said, he gathered all the people that were coming to him, they stopped by a river. He stopped him right now. I stayed there for three days. And I investigated what kind of people I had with me. I didn't find any Levium. The Rashi explains, we just said in the mission, the word Levium. So Rashi says, no, the word Levium, but they were not ready to do the Avodah. They had bitten off their thumbs. So it says, Eich no shir, shir Hashem meichor. These are Levium who left the Vuchanetz originally. They bit off their thumbs so they couldn't play the musical instruments. Therefore, when they're coming back now with Ezra, he said, I don't have any kosher Levium. Whether they're only not kosher to play instruments or whether they could do shira anyways, whether they could sort of balmum, that's an interesting discussion. But Ezra said, these were not ready to think. But well, the Chayra, makes sense that Ezra wasn't sure who he had. Because he didn't force the psalm to come with him, according to this man, He just separated the psalm in Babel, and then they came on their own, so he wasn't sure who was there. And my number held him that he forced them to come. Um, he knew who was who, so why was he checking the people? So I need this psalm, He knew who was puzzled. He But on the kosher people, he didn't know who's a Kayin, who's a Levi, who's Israel. That's what he was looking for, so that's no right. So now we're going to go through each group of people that were mentioned and see where do we see in either in the Psukim or in Brysis, that these people came up with Ezra. How do we know they came up? So they sat in their cities. You see, there was Kanavi and Israel came up. We said the were apostle, but the Maisa they came up. So, where do we see the apostle Kayanim that Ezra brought up with him? This time we have a very interesting Brysa. We have a Lacha called Chazaka. Once Allah is a certain way, we don't change it unless we absolutely have to. We keep the halacha that way. Where do we see that Shanemar? The Pesach says in Ezra, from the families of Kayanim that came up with Ezra, B'nei Chaviyah, B'nei Hokkets, B'nei Babilai, Ashalachach, B'nei Barzilai, Gidla, Isha, V'yikra al-Shmam, Eile Bikshuk Sav, Kisvam Hamatiyachasim, they looked for some sort of document which could prove they were kosher Kayanim. They couldn't prove that they were kosher Kayanim. They were Safek Chalolim. As we said, when they came to Israel, these Kohanim could not participate in avoiding the Mesa Mikdash. 
Hatashata said to them, Asher lo yochlo mikotshir kotshim, you're not going to eat from the Kodesh Kodoshim, food from the stuff in the base of Migdash. Until Mashiach comes, so we get a new Vatumim. We know in the second base of Migdash, didn't have a new Vatumim. So he meant basically, you're not going to be able to eat from any of the Kodesh Kodoshim because we don't know if you're kosher or not. But he said, you cannot eat kotshir kotshim. But you are beches kasam, meaning You thought you were kainim, and therefore, when you were in Bavel and they took off truma medrabanan, you ate that truma. Afkanami Therefore, he said kachek kadoshim the base of migdash the karbanis that you can't eat, but truma you could eat. So you see. That, two points. A, you see there was Suffolk, Kasher, Kainim, we came up with Ezra, that's our point. Point number two is, now getting back to the price itself, he said, G'doyle Chazoka, that since you were eating Truma till now, we'll let you keep eating Truma, but Karbanus, we're not going to let you eat. It says, wait a second. There is a man that says, if you see a Kain eating Truma, you can assume he's a Kasher Kain for everything. So if you see them eating Truma, people are going to think they're Miuchas Kainim and marry into their families, and it's not true. No, Shani Hassan, the Rechaz Since people see them eating truma, but not eating karbanis, everybody knows there's a question about these kind of yichos, you don't have to worry about it. So what's the, what's the great chazaka here? Till now, they were only eating truma in Bava, which is only Darabonan. Now they're coming back to Eretz and they're eating even truma deraisa. So it's a gedoyla chazaka, but not for kachim. Now it's an interesting point that we're calling the Truman Eretzisol Daraisa, even though Truman Eretzisol at that stage, and for the whole second Mishra Ramam says, was not really Daraisa, because you didn't have Roiv Klai Yisrael there, but it's a more me'en Daraisa L'Chaira than in Bava. Ibai Seymo, Le'olam, Hashanah Medrabonah, they're eating only Truman Medrabonah, we let them eat. Meaning Truman from fruits and stuff like that. Ocha B'Daraisa L'Ocha, V'chim Askinim Medrabonah, L'Yuchsa Medrabonah, Medrabonah, L'Yuchsa Medrabonah, If you're eating Truman Medrabonah, grain, grapes, oil, then we'll make a mistake and think you're M'Yuchas. But if you're eating only Truman Medrabonah, no one will make that mistake. So what's the big deal? To make karlek, so if they're only eating truma d'rabbanon and they're still eating truma d'rabbanon, why is it gedoy lechazaka? To make karlek, we don't have to worry you're going to come to eat truma d'raisa. We could have said, don't even eat truma d'rabbanon, so you don't come to eat truma d'raisa. But d'rabbanon, Mashma Mikaj Kadashmudal Hakol Midinechal. It's Mashma you can't eat Karbanis, but all Truma, even Truma Daraisa, you could eat. So it's a cash on the second shot. No, when he said Kurdish Kadashim, this is what he meant. Loy midi de mikwi kaidesh, loy mikwi de mikwi kodshim. He didn't mean kaidesh kadashim one thing, mean kaidesh and kaid and kodshim. What is that? Loy midi de mikwi kaidesh is called kaidesh was referring to chuma deraisa. Loy midi de mikwi kodshim. The Merkol Baskoyin Kisiel Azhar. He be trumas kodshim laechal. That's not by truma. That's by chaz of a shaykh of karbanis. If you remember Murum and a kodshim laechal, which was referring to chaz of a shaykh. And therefore, the Pasuk saying you that when he, when Het Shasta said they can eat Kodesh Kodashim, you know, they cannot eat Kodesh Kodashim, means you can't eat Chuma Daraisa according to this Pshat, and of course you can't eat Korbanis, you could still eat Chuma Darbanim. But what we see from our point of our is, you see Halalim, or at least Safi Halalim came up with Ezra, and that was they were debating what their halachic status is in terms of eating Chuma, but you see they were there, and that's why they're listed in our Mishnah.